welcome back to another episode. I'm Triple C, that's Becky, and over there is the sultry audio sounds of my man Brando. Together we take on random topics and drop our soapbox opinions and hot takes right into your ear holes. This is Brevity Box. Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network, a collection of podcasts featuring a variety of content, all of it interesting and entertaining. Check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. Hey, 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 hey. It's been a little too long since our last episode, and everybody's got family things and other things, and there's tragedies going on and war breaking out and a ton of things that we can talk about. But honestly, it may make me shallow, but for the last few days, my my biggest tragedy and disappointment is that Tom Brady is coming out of retirement. That motherfucker. And I knew it was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to happen. I, I didn't, didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't think But it, it feels like one of those times where somebody says, you know, tell me you love ice cream without telling me you love ice cream. Here's what somebody don't, said. Don't, to don't actually Brady. say those things out loud. Leave it on TikTok. No, but I'm telling you, but I'm telling Tom Brady, somebody put that. out a TikTok that said, tell me you like being jerked off without telling me you like being jerked off. Because he retires, quote unquote, and the whole world of football just goes through this week long fest of showing Thank every, fucking God. I mean, every victory he's ever had and every trophy. And then they have a, a two hour special of him talking about how it was to go through those things. And uh, okay. And we were all cool with it. All of us who are not Tom Brady fans, we were all totally fine dealing with that for a week because we're like, ah, oh, you know, the guy retired. I Big said, deal. we should, I said, we, we should let it go. like what i won't admit them now that i said them but i did say things i believe i I said something about uh thank god he's retired now i can finally say he's the (laughs) goat oh yes the pain of admitting he is the goat i vomited a little sorry the son of a true man if you could unfortunately admit that without gagging yeah, you're a true man, Becky. Thanks. You should feel Thanks. good about it. No, she gagged. She gagged. Well, this uh, time I did, but the first time, like when I actually really said it, I didn't. So. I mean, I know that we're not we're not a sports show, but we're Nick kind of sports fans. I mean, Brando being the exception, he says he's not, but deep down, his is he bleeds Vikings colors. I mean that that's his Minnesota roots, but. I mean, it is disappointing, yeah, and the right? Why I'm on Lexapro, but you know, move yeah, on. <laughs> missed field goals put me there. Yeah, I mean, isn't it? What do you think that's about? I mean, the guy is 45. He's won every trophy. A word is so I mean, gross. <laughs> is it worse than moist? Yeah, actually, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Which word is worse than moist? The c word. Yeah, I don't know, man. Who are you asking? It, over here, it is, but I like the way the Brits use it. Yeah, but there's like they took it the back. accent. Yeah, but I don't know. Cunt. I just hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> I just think if you're calling a buddy a cunt, it's mm-hmm. funny. But I think if you call a woman, uh, uh, I can't even say it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like out of anger to a, be- yeah, that would be rough. I-, I might call Tom Brady a cunt. 
and not mean it in a great way. But he is in my division. Yeah, and we're canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Not everybody. Why? <laughs> I fucking know. I don't think so. Whatever. No, I mean, the guy just, I don't know what it is. I, I don't, I guess, I mean, look, none of us have had that level of achievement to think what it would be like to have to walk away. But why walk away in the first place? I think he really did want to walk away. But I think because someone took his moment away. Like and oh, kind of he didn't forced. win the Super Bowl. No, no, no. Are you, no, are you no, trying to the, say that? No, are you trying to say that Putin invading Ukraine is what got Tom Brady to unretire because the news <laughs> no. stopped talking about that motherfucker? <laughs> I'm gonna throw no. my touchdowns and save the world. No, I think you know. I think he got Adam Schefter kind of stole his moment from mm. him, and you know he just oh, he wanted to be I the see. one to decide it, and it was kind of a it had to be a quick decision and. Maybe that week he was leaning towards retirement and he was like, well, I might as well just announce it. So that's, we should detail out how that happened. So for any of you who don't know, you can't, I don't know how you could possibly not know who Tom Brady is, but Tom Brady is a, uh, you know, walking, talking, living, living football legend. <coughs> God, First it's hard ballot, to say he is. Hall of Famer. Yeah, absolutely. And more Super Bowls than anybody, um, and just prolific career. Enough said. The guy retires after failing to make it to, what, an eighth or a ninth Super Bowl? Eighth. Yeah, so he's... Well, a win. Eighth Super Bowl win. I think he's been to the Super Bowl... Eleven or twelve times? Yeah, that's... And he's in the division of my favorite team, and they, you know, it, it just boils down to why tell people you retire and then come back. And if you're a fan of his, I mean, if you're a Tampa Bay fan, you're stoked. Mm -hmm. You're happy, right? You're excited because sure. we get to see another season of Tom Brady. Great. Yay. I was ready for the new faces. I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. Just I'm Saints done with fan. Tom Brady. I'm not just salty because I'm a Saints fan. I'm 90%. I'm a little I'm a little salty that those are the names driving the league. I'm ready for them to go into a, another generation. You know, I just I I'm, I like seeing other teams. Is this, win, is this where you make a joke about there. sleepy Tom Brady? <laughs> getting too old. No, don't sleepy make that Tom joke. Couldn't even get into the sleep. Sleepy Tom couldn't make couldn't win the last Super Bowl. Why do you do so, it again? So, don't let's go joke. Brady. Is that we're gonna make this? Let's go Brady. Let's go Brady. <laughs> let's go Brady. God, that's so annoying. No, I think no, it's no, gonna no, be no, interesting. No, no. let's go Brandon. No, it's it, it's got to be. Let's go. Let's go Tommy. The syllables match up. Oh, let's go Tommy. Oh, police sirens in my safe neighborhood. Oh, <laughs> you said it. They're coming for you. They're coming for me. Goodbye, everybody. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Yeah, so, Brandon, you made an interesting point, and it's a reoccurring Did joke I? here. Um, I, you know, how is it that the cascade of negative effects, starting with the Cubs Don't, winning the pennant? You motherfuckers. I mean, how does it get to the point where even now, in this demented, crazy timeline that that event shifted us onto... We can't shake Tom Brady. Tom Brady is like Jason from Friday the 13th. We all thought we were dumb from him. 
You know, we're ready to go back out to the summer camp by the lake, hang out. We think it's over. We're ready to let our guard down. And then one of us. But then you start fucking, fucking and then hammock. Jason comes out with his machete. Yeah, and there's a machete through the chest or something. It's like, ah! <laughs> and, or, or the beanbag, or not the beanbag, the sleeping bag tree kill from, I don't remember which one. They're all pretty much terrible. Yeah, if you know who we could ask is uh, <laughs> Kyle from Ruminations of Red Rum will know everything Kale? about. Kyle? Yeah, I don't, I'm just, uh, it was disappointing. I mean, it was disappointing. I was interested to see, I like the off season and the, the, the musical chairs that go on with players and quarterbacks. And somehow he's stolen that a, a little you bit. You let him a little do that because you, some of these, some of these trades and stuff are pretty awesome. You're starting to sound yeah. a little whiny now, now, man. <laughs> it's just because of Tom Brady. It's yeah. just because of Tom Brady. Wilson to the Broncos. That division is stacked. Von Miller. Yeah, look, that's the, the best Bills. division in football next year, don't you think? Oh yeah. AFC. Sure. AFC West is picked up the a quarterback. They're football. they're gonna fail. Kubinski <laughs> oh, yeah, to the Steelers. Know. That should be interesting to see. Oh, the titty kisser in Pittsburgh. All right. <laughs> you know what? Watch them turn him into a superstar. He- yeah, I'll be fucking pissed. He has Watch him. he has what it takes. He j- he needed a quarterback coach. That's what he needed. And Nagy wasn't that for him. Well, Tomlin, Pittsburgh, they should Sorry, turn Mitch. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> all right, all right, Mitch. All right, all right. Sorry, we gotta stop talking about sports. Do not blame us, Mitch. You know who you need to blame? <laughs> Me. Tom Brady. <laughs> we would not be talking about anything football if it weren't for Tom Brady deciding to come over and wear his Uggs in front of a camera again. The guy is needing to retire. He needed to retire. It's one of those weird moments where I feel like I felt like this too with Wilson. You feel like they're going to get into the first three weeks and then injured for the whole season. That's a, that's interesting that you say. You that. Hope. Well, just because at at the way that it, I mean, the division is going to be a lot harder than I think Russell Wilson is ready for for the AFC West, and then Tom Brady is just. I mean, he's a marionette, man. You see that guy run now? Yeah, but you know what. Michael Jordan did the same thing. Retired and then unretired. And then retired and then unretired. Yeah, but I think the difference is that was before the world of 24-7 news. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow it was cooler. And somehow Michael Jordan hid the fact from us all that time that he was a massive fucking sociopath. <laughs> I don't know if he hid it. I think we were all just glad to see him it winning that much. always there. <laughs> I mean, do you think Tom Brady's a sociopath? I didn't realize it at that age. Come on. You think it's going to turn out to be, there's going to be like a, it's going to go 15 years and then Brady will do his version of that same kind of multi-part series where they, it's revealed that he's a complete Jordan-style sociopath? So. No, no, no. Because it's the age of social media. That shit would have already come out by now. Yeah. Everybody, right. has a, everybody has a video camera in their pocket. And there's already, right. there's already way too many stories about the Patriots, you know, with uh, Hernandez. All right, so something about oh, right, 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 right. something about, about Tom that Brady guy. that we've talked about, yeah, Aaron, Los Poyos Hernandez. That's what I remember. <laughs> that was my that was my team name for that year. But if Los you think Poyos like Hernandez. the crazy thing to think about is um, Aaron Hernandez, Tim Tebow, and Urban Meyer were all a part of one of the greatest college football teams 
in the history wow. of college football. Dude, those, think of what those, they got away with back then. Yeah. Those parties after know, a win must have been insane. But it is that would be that would be an interesting like um one of those, you know, 50-50 episodes on ESPN. Yeah, oh, thirty one is still broke. Oh, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy story. I mean, when I if you watch those documentaries about uh, Aaron Hernandez, he's just like I think to compete at that level, though, you kind of have to touch on that a little bit, don't you? I mean, isn't that every most of the winners that you see out there when they do something like that? Jordan, uh, I mean, name it. Even Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Those guys are almost obsessive compulsive. What about Gretzky? Does anybody Becky? Yeah. Was Brent Gretzky a sociopath? Yeah. I think I think a little bit. Okay. Okay. Maybe Gretzky even or how? Who's number one? Gretzky. Gretzky. Always Gretzky. Perfectionist. Uh, yeah, but uh, you but Mr. Hockey. Bitch, please hold my Mr. Cocky. <laughs> that needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be getting okay. sued by Letter Kenny. It's not an original. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I so I thought of Tom Brady in a random thing because I saw you know Brooke and I are watching uh, the Gemstones. You know, and I I, I don't that out. yeah it is watch that. ridiculous, hilarious, and exactly what you would expect. But at one point, they're trying to point out the they have an adult family, and this family, when they come into the room, I don't want to give away anything of the story, but um, these you know, it's brother and sister, and brother and sister walk up, and they're going to give each other a hug, but they actually give each other a small kiss right on the lips, and <laughs> then he does the same thing with his mother, his dad, and his brother, or no, it was just his mother, his dad, and his sister. And look, it's weird. Maybe it's not weird for everybody. And I get if you grew up like that, it's not weird. But it weirds me out. And it made me think of those those few times where you see, like I remember seeing a joke meme that says, I hope I, hope I find somebody that'll kiss me the way Tom Brady kisses his son. <laughs> and there's pictures of him kissing his kid on the mouth. And it's not salacious. I'm not trying to paint it like it that. It isn't. It 100% it's, is not. It is not. I'm not saying that. It's just weird, right? Is it not weird? Do you guys kiss your mothers and fathers on the lips? No. Becky? Mm, I don't think so. You don't think so? (laughs) I mean, when I was... (laughs) I mean, it's not very hard to get confused on that one. When I was younger, yeah. No, I'm talking as an adult. I'm not talking about like a three-year-old. I'm talking about like your... Anytime after my whole life, anytime after I'm thinking like anytime after you're 13 or 10, it's weird, right? Right, yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. I just when you start kissing other boys, it's weird. I've had I've had ants lean in to do that, and I've had to like you know cringe torque that last second cringe torque when you're going in for like a hug and that kiss is getting a little close to center, and you're just like torquing your head a little bit just out of the way for a second it's uncomfortable i can't imagine if it were a parental figure 
I'm surprised you guys aren't as freaked out as I am about that. It just I'm makes not. me laugh. It's got a lot of cringe factor. Because we haven't seen Huge that. amount of cringe factor. Seen what huh? We haven't watched what you're talking about, so we can't gauge it. Does is do Can you imagine a setting where you'd be like, no, it's totally normal. That grown-ass man just kissed his mom on the lips. No. Never. Yeah. Ever. It's, it's, there's, no, it's weird. No, it's it's weird. I'm not going to freak it's out weird. about it, though, because to each their own. If you're going out with a guy, you go home to meet his family, you've never met them before, you walk into the room, you're super excited to be there, and he goes through all of the members of his family, sibling and parents, and gives mm -hmm. them each a small, lip, full-lipped kiss on the mouth. Mm -hmm. You're totally like not saying out. anything? No, I walk out. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything. It's very I'm nice to meet gonna, you. Goodbye. What's that, what's that called? The Irish exit? Is that what it's called? I don't know what you're talking about. What is you know, the Irish? Just like, like that. You like dip out without saying anything. Oh man, I would. I really. I couldn't hide the expression on my face. I would just like no. slowly back towards the door, and then like with one hand turn the door, and like slyly go out, and then never talk to that person again. If but, we're gonna talk about, <laughs> there's oh, someone out there for everybody. So. We're, we're going to talk about weird red flags. It's a grown woman that still calls her father daddy. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. okay. All, right. All right. So this is an interesting turn. Okay. Brando. Okay. I'm going to ask each of you a question, but you know what's coming. Brando, if you're dating, I don't care what you, you can tell me the scale. Hottest, not the hottest, whatever. Is there any scenario? Where you're comfortable with the girl calling you daddy. There's a certain level on the hot crazy scale where, where yes, I will acquiesce to that. Okay. Okay. Wait, hang on. Are we talking like just in better in public too? I'm talking, you can detail however you want. If there's a, a, a Venn diagram where the two bubbles cross and there's an area where you're like, yes, daddy's appropriate. Okay. I'll accept that. But you know there are people who are like instead of it being honey or you know boo or whatever the hell you call your your partner, it's daddy. Mm. And it it again <laughs> high cringe factor for me. High cringe factor for me. It just makes me wonder what her father did to her in the past. Yeah, it would make you, it would hard not to go into that conversation. Yeah. All right, so Becky. You know, you have. I'm hoping there's a great story here. <laughs> okay, because here's the thing: you've had more exposure to the dating world. Do you run into people who are do, like? Have you ever been asked, requested to call a person daddy? Yes. I wow, have. you said that. Yes, see, you know, I got to talk <laughs> about inflection here. That yes tells me like volumes yes means it happens a lot <laughs> it happened, it's happened more it than it happened once. twice in my dating career <laughs> go on <laughs> <laughs> one time i straight up slapped the dude across the face and i said i will not be calling you that and then the other time uh it was oh can you just call me daddy like a couple times and i was like bitch i make my own money i ain't calling you shit <laughs> Word. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's weird. I, I, I do. I have a total disconnect 
with why that's, I mean, I get it. I just don't get why it does that for somebody at all. Either person, either person, either person. Yeah. Something has had to happen with their own daddies to make. Well, cause here's the thing. It, it, it's, it's, it's odd to me, but for some oh, people reason, that are boring in bed, is that proof that they've had like a normal upbringing? I don't know I about boring a, in bed. I had being a pretty normal upbringing and I wasn't, I'm not boring in bed at all. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's why it's a theory because it fails to criticism. I, I acknowledge that moving on. <laughs> but so the thing is, it's, it's crazy about having somebody mm. say that using the term daddy, right? It's been mm -hmm. so, so put out in the funny movies and, and contexts and porn and things like that, that there's almost a weird, like you don't really question it so much, but if you were dating a guy and he told you to call him uncle, it would freak you the fuck out. <laughs> Oh my god. That just made me like That's so absurd. Like it's I just amazing. had like a visceral reaction to that. I mean, if seriously you though. my face right now. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just trying to point out that we like subconsciously sort of accept this because shit because I we've just... all seen it in porn or we've all seen it in joke or something. But if you went out on a serious date, and this is for you too, Brando, yeah, if either yeah, one of yeah. you went out on a serious date and they're like, look, I just have this weird fetish. <laughs> And somebody looked you dead in the face, brother. She's hot. She's a total smoke show. But she's like, I want you to call me auntie. <laughs> right before you blow your load in my face. Call me auntie. I need oh, to hear auntie. auntie. Yeah. And like, for us. <laughs> she's that hot. But see, it's a totally different concept because you're like, fuck it. I'll do it. And for that night. 1990s, Sharon Stone came out of a time machine. And those were her demands. Game on. But you would totally find an exit strategy, strategy, right? You'd be like, you're not getting around any kids we know. It's like, yeah, by, you know, like three weeks later, you know, we got to, this has got to end. But even from a, from a woman, it's less predatorial. But if, if seriously though, if you go to less predatorial, outback, more concerning, if you go, if you go to the outback on a new date and the guy's like, I don't like daddy, daddy's a real problem for me. I want you to call me uncle. <laughs> that accent made it worse. Like imagine, like his, let's let's let's, tell you, let's say his name is Carl. He's like, I want you to call me Uncle Carl, and you're no. like, okay, Uncle Carl. And he's like, that's right, little Becky. <laughs> no, because automatically my mind my mind goes to my pervy uncle that I had. No, but no. that's my point, right? If somebody had you call him Uncle, it'd be the most disturbing shit on the planet. Yeah. I'm scarred by this conversation right now. <laughs> Call me uncle. That's how you know what? That's a good litmus test for a guy you know you're not gonna work out with. Ask him yeah. if he'll call you auntie in bed and if he says okay, run. Or if you're having like a really bad date. It's gonna be or my ask new him exit. if you can call him uncle. Yeah. <laughs> can I call you uncle? It's can the I only way I can uncle? get going. Yeah. Oh my It'll be my new exit. Or tell him the only way you can get off is if you have the Twilight audiobook on in the background. <laughs> Actually, no. There are some thirsty ass motherfuckers that would probably then that probably, probably would be a problem. Yeah. Probably yeah. not. Yeah, he's, he's going to end up dating a Robert Pattinson lookalike who's covered in shimmer and talking about sparkling. Shoot me if that ever happened. <laughs> Just right, right no. between the eyes. Just <laughs> be real. A. Real, real, real problem. Real problem. If if that happens, I and you guys see it, I would hope that you would like stage an intervention and come help me <laughs> because something is wrong. Something uh, is listen, wrong I, if that's what I'm doing. 
<laughs> I would certainly, I think both of us would be ready to come and help in case something did get to that point. But admittedly, I think Brando and I would also both be like, let's see where this goes. <laughs> This kid. Oh, absolutely. For the podcast. <laughs> did he just did he just ask her to call him uncle? Yeah, let's get another beer. <laughs> We're gonna hang out here for a minute. I want to see how this goes let's down. See, yeah, let's see where this goes. Oh god. Guys, guys driving like an a 96 Chevy van. No, 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 no. He's driving an 87 Trans Am, the red with the gold trim on it. With an eagle on the front. Only one of the two tops comes off because the lock is busted. Cat scratch fever. Jesus Christ. (sighs) Yep. We know our disturbing psychopaths real well. (laughs) This comedy is writing itself. Real real cool guys. Couple uh, couple real knuckleheads there. Couple knuckleheads there. Couple knuckleheads. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. God. All right, all right. That's actually a fair, a fair enough segue. We're talking about little goofballs, knuckleheads. Uh, you know, I don't want to get into all the crazy stuff that's going on between Russia and Ukraine, but I will say this: I think maybe it's time to consider retiring the term "the Napoleon Complex." I think everybody knows what that means in a nutshell. I'm not going to break out. WebMD or look it up and Google it. You can Google it. Everybody knows what it is. You know what you're thinking of. I think we retire Napoleon complex and we rename it and rebrand it the Putin complex. Same fucking thing. We're just putting a a new a new sticker on it. I think it fits. Insecure, wanting to flex, wanting to show how big and tough the motherfucker is. And he's just a little guy. Angry at a bunch of people. I think Putin complex fits better than Napoleon complex. Let's make it a thing. Mm. And then I'll be getting shipments of tea from Russia that I'll never be able to drink, right? Yeah. Probably not. I, I don't know. I think Napoleon complex is classic. Don't mess with the But classics. you think Napoleon was like 5'2". I, I thought he was 5'5 five five in defense. All right. Now we got to look it up. How tall was Napoleon? Let's see. How tall was Napoleon? Five, six. We are going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors at Rumination Radio Network. We'll be right back. We know you've been scared watching horror movies by yourself. Well, now you don't have to. Hang out with Ruminations of Red Rum. All things horror from movies to the latest spooky games we've played. Come hang out. But hurry. The killer's behind you. Yep, we're coffee snobs, and we are back after our few minutes of crazy break and Brando taking a leak. Come back talking about hey man, when nature calls, you got to accept the charges. <laughs> nice. You sound like Sam Elliott from The Big Lebowski. Actually, um, I sound like Bart Simpson from like season five. God, that's a callback now. What are they in, like season 35? Something like that. At this point? They've been on the air. God, I was in a kindergarten. A long time. Wow. Yeah. Have has your parent have your parents listened to the podcast, Becky? Um, my parents are very uh technologically challenged, so no. <laughs> so I my mother has listened to a little bit. Oh dear God. Before Not Becky much. or after Becky? 
We don't talk about the pre-Becky times. <laughs> there was no before Becky. <laughs> that was a beta test, and it sucked. <laughs> it didn't suck. That's too harsh. Okay, the people. The it other people the were same. great. It wasn't the same. It definitely was not the same. No, you know, it's here's the thing. I don't think that your parents, it's like Brooke, same thing. They they don't want to hear me talk any more than they already have to. <laughs> right? I, I believe that. I don't think they're being mean. That's why you I don't really call you anymore. They'll call, <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> but they'll, they'll, they're very complimentary, but that's, I'll, I'll tell you, it, it never bothered me. It never bothered me. And then... I introduced my mother to cinephile hissy fit and my mother's a movie junkie like I am. And we both have seen West side story, the new West side story with Steven Spielberg. And so I introduced her to cinephile hissy fit. For those of you who aren't aware, cinephile hissy fit is a another podcast on the ruminations radio network who sponsors us. And I love the show. I'm a fan of the show. I listen to it routinely. But I have come to discover that my mother has listened to several episodes and has become a a a fan. Talks about it. Really likes Don. Very complimentary of Don's voice. And I, I stumbled across this because over the weekend, of course, had a little similar family emergency medical thing having to do with my dad. Everything's fine. But in the process of having my mother stay at my house, it comes out that she's listened to like five or six episodes of Cinephile His Fit, which awesome. Great. I'm glad she likes it. I asked her how many she's listened to of mine, and she started stuttering. <laughs> I was like, have you gone and listened to it? Well, I, you know, I, 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 uh, how do I find it? And that's when I knew she was full of shit. Yeah. I was like, I've got it on your iTunes. It's right there. You know, so I, I don't know, I feel, I don't know how to feel about it other than to say, hey, way to go, Don. Great podcast. My mother's a huge fan. <laughs> Maybe a teensy bit jelly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find Don. You can have her for the summer, okay? <laughs> her birthday's in August. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm 10 again. <laughs> No, it, your it, mom it, is it just, cheating on us. <laughs> Listen, I it reminds me of a story she told when we were driving, we we're moving to Florida, and she's driving, and I'm in the back seat, and she will tell the story to anybody. She goes, "I drove away, and he, you would not stop talking, and you and I told you you could only talk until we got out of Louisiana." She said, "You did not stop talking for the entire trip." And I think that that's why she doesn't it. want to listen to me talk anymore. Probably not. She's because missing out, though. Missing out on a great podcast. She's missing out on you guys. I'm sure that she, it's just like, like I said, it's just like Brooke. Brooke will listen to you and Brando have, I've, I've tried this experiment. You guys will be having a, a back and forth and Brooke, what my wife will be sitting there entertained, totally into it. And then I'll come in and say three words. And I, this is the sound she makes. Ugh. <laughs> and then immediately like moves on i just uh, heard that exact sound in my head that she so i totally uh, understand the sound she makes uh, i get that and then when i try to make I, i'll make something that i think is funny i get the uh and i get oh my god 
<laughs> this is like exasperating. Oh my god! I, so, I like the eye roll at the same time. Oh my god! It's not That's nice. Good. It's not sexy. She, she, you know, I'm just gonna have to keep my flower from her if she keeps being me. <laughs> Uh. Oh, <laughs> your, poor, your poor ego is getting really bruised in this segment. Oh, you know what? I, I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned ego. I like making fun of my own ego. I love <laughs> uh, poking fun at it, and I do the same thing with other people because I really think it's part of. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's good. To, it's a healthy thing to do, right? When you have yeah. unhealthy ego, you're you can see it. Mm-hmm. You know, you paint yourself orange, have bad hair, wear giant suits, long red ties, and become president. When you have an unhealthy ego, <laughs> hey, hey, see what I did there? Um, I, you know, I, I just, I think it's a huge problem. And you don't see enough people out there. It's funny because it brings us to, if we're going to talk about something even halfway serious, I mean, you guys can't tell me that you're not crazy inspired by the president of the Ukraine. Oh, I think it's he's a bad awesome. motherfucker right there. Yeah. He's awesome. But and he's the, awesome. And the because, Kalichko brothers, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I've not been a fan of them as boxers, mm-hmm. but as the mayor of Kiev, and they, add, they tell him about Russian crews out there looking to try to kidnap him. And they have him on a newscast, and they say, "So, what do you think about that?" And he, the dude, literally just goes, <laughs> uh, "That's not going to be easy to do. I'm ready to fight." <laughs> I was like, hey, "Okay, <laughs> like, yeah, leave him alone." I, 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 I don't think the dude. average Russian soldier wants that heat. Mm-mm. Nobody wants that heat, and he's got a fucking twin brother. Yeah, I mean, is this? I mean, we're, we're I waiting for a double dragon. How terrifyingly big that man is! They're both huge. They're both massive. They're both highly successful boxers. They both em- embody the fighting spirit of a nation that you weren't thinking about, and neither was I too much. And and the president is, um, I mean, Zelensky is an incredible representation of He's leadership. He's good at leading a nation and playing a piano with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I believe he could do it. I mean, but, but that video I mean, is floating around. It was a comedy sketch. <laughs> well, and it, I mean, how interesting that somebody that has a comedic background. But look, I, I just like seeing the representation of that kind of man. It's not a toxic man. It's a man that'll stay, that holds the line, et cetera, et cetera. I could totally go after that but have you can you think of somebody in your adult life that's represented that particular brand of leadership being steadfast not leaving i can't think of one i mean i really don't know of one i just realized something what's Hmm. that i think i figured out the reason behind all of this Zelensky's a short man but i bet he has an inch on vladimir putin (laughs) are we talking standing up or laying down both standing up so two inches Inches i think it counts i mean the guys it's just that particular it seems like a a movie character man 
I mean, it's it's incredible to see what the man is going through. And I, I mean, this is not the right. We're 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 totally talking ha-has and bullshit most of the time, and it's hard to avoid the heavy topics and whatnot. I mean, that's a world-changing event, but aren't you sort of is there a part of you guys like there is part of me that is relieved to see that representation of that particular kind of human? Because it's usually oh, I mean, I, I don't remember like you just said, we don't remember seeing leadership of that of that brand like that seems like something that's Mm -hmm. you know aragorn or some crazy you know tolkien character like i'm waiting for the man to pull the sword from the stone yeah i see it i mean it's inspiring definitely is it I think it's, I mean, it's funny because I was thinking about how I could craft a question about, you know, I know that you, when you look at men in the world, Becky, you're looking for mountains to climb. You're looking for rock biters and <laughs> ints, right? And it's like <laughs> my nerd lingo for you. But I mean, here you guys have a guy like Zelensky who, if let's say the, let's see how tall, how tall is, let's just find out right like now. Five, eight. Five, seven. He's five seven. Okay, so here's a guy. Do you think that guy has any trace of insecurity? Fuck no. Like, he doesn't, and I think that's you know that's always stapled to guys that are short in stature that they're by nature insecure, which isn't true. It's 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 not universally true. And here's a guy that's just putting his fucking balls out there. Mm-hmm. Monster. I balls. mean, it's. It's insane and it's inspiring. It's really inspiring that he has the the leadership skills to like stand up and say, No, we don't need that. We just need you know, we I don't need a ride, I need weapons. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a great quote. It's just cool to see someone that comfortable with themselves and like that willing to like fight for their country's freedom. And also, you know, I've been on this theme recently too, where I won't say that the first time I heard it was from uh, Zelensky, but he has said it himself that he's, he doesn't have anger and hate towards the Russian people the populace yeah because he knows that they're being you know fed a totally edited pravda style network of news they you know they're getting government approved news and not getting the real story right and i i i don't and i'm gonna i want to look up this man's name but i know that it was featured on cnn where they had caught up uh not just cnn but that was where i had seen the clip and this guy's made the rounds but he had escaped Ukraine. I think he is a Russian by birth, lived in uh, in or near Kiev, and had left, escaped with his family, got to safety, and was making contact with his dad, who lives in eastern Russia. I'm not for sure where. But this man is recounting his story about how, you know, he, he gets safe and calls his dad and tells him what's going on and that there's war going on and that you know what he's retelling the tale of the atrocities that are going on in the warfare and 
his dad won't believe him. His yeah. dad's like, no, you misunderstand. It's a special mission. We're we're helping you guys. We're getting, you know, the the we're denazifying according to what what the Russian papers and news are are saying to people that this is they're helping the Ukrainians. The Ukrainians are giving them uh, like they had shown them videos of them getting uh, food and all this other stuff, which is all horseshit, right? Edited and not not really true. If they and were getting he's, food from Ukrainian civilians, it was out of pity. Well, they were trying to make it sound like the Russians were handing the food to Ukrainians. So it, they were trying to make it sound like it was a, a, a like a rescue mission or like they were going out to help these poor Ukrainian people. And that's the narrative they've been told. Yeah. And in this back and forth, the, the thing that stood out to me is this man is talking about his father. And he said, you know, it occurred to me that because uh, he said the first time he got off the phone with him, he was angry and really upset, really bitter at the fact that his father wouldn't even believe his own son he would only believe what he had been shown and told and and then he comes out with this line where he says but then it occurs to me that he's just a different kind of victim of vladimir putin that his dad is a different kind of victim who's been misled led astray and the dad doesn't know any better and over time and over talking to his son you know slowly he starts to come around and that different kind of victim thing has been in my head now it's not a huge leap i don't think for anybody to start thinking that there is a similar type of circumstance and situation that has been going on for us over the last say five years where even if you're in the middle we're not talking about left politics there are times where you could not reach a large group of people who were spewing out whatever, you know, may, whatever MAGA lines that led up to things like January 6th. And I'm not trying to group everybody there. Certainly there's a group of people in that support crowd that knows exactly what's full of shit. Uh, you know, there's definitely pundits that know what they're saying is full of shit and they're doing it anyway. I'm talking about the large group of people like I'm related to, like Brando's related to, I'm sure Becky you have to have relatives that are like that. Everybody does, right? That just are deep inside the uh, Newsmax, Fox News, um, Infowars rabbit hole. And you cannot have a conversation with them. And it's hard to even, I think that's a good way to look at them is that a good group of them are a different kind of victim. That they've been activated by that side. And to keep things, you know, angry and full of angst and shit. But a lot of them have been misled too. And it just, it's, it just feels like all of these things are parallel. The problem is they're misled a lot of times by things that are, that just fall apart with the slightest amount of critical thought like QAnon. Right, right. The slightest amount of critical thought. But one of the, but you know, probably within the next eight to 12 months, the word critical is going to be banned. I don't fucking know. But I think it's helpful. It was funnier in my head. No, it's funny. It's funny to think of. It's just kind of hard to, to take it all in because we're correlating some serious, it's all serious, right? We don't, we don't want, we don't realize the level of animosity we had to each other. And then weirdly, this whole event has seemingly united us in a way. And look, it, it does feel like a bit of, for those of us who are old enough to remember life during the Cold War, 
it does feel similar to that, doesn't it? Like the whole world is now on the same page saying the Reds again, right? That we're we're communist Russia. You know, it just feels like that's where we are again, and suddenly we're we're sort of back in that space. And I had trouble getting past it. I mean, you you and I, Brando, would have reoccurring conversations reminiscing about how we would interact with our parents even because politically we would be on different pages dealing with psychopaths yes well but those psychopaths were that's what i'm trying to get at is like people like uh, there are great there are a lot of good people that are uh like becky here who works fucking insane shifts uh in a group of people that are often unappreciative and not very good teammates and then she gets home and has to sleep rest eat pay her bills find some time to do other shit it's like you tackle you put that job it's already not enough time to stay on top of everything it would be easy to be gaslit or misled because you don't have the time to invest looking into it you and i brando have more curiosity and time most other people are going to hear one or two things and be like uh i'm over it let's go see the new batman Right. Yeah. So it's easy for those people to get sort of dragged in. And I think thinking of, a, I look, I want everybody to, I'm glad to see people are moving past it. I'm glad to see the, that, that we're starting to get a lot of exposure into what the reality of things were. But I think it's important to remember that those other people that you disagree with are like this guy was talking about his dad and, and going back to Zelensky saying he's not mad at the people of Russia that he, and he talks right to them which is inspiring, right? Where he's saying, keep protesting, keep standing up for yourself. You don't want to be here. We don't, you know, he's reaching out and, and having a lot of appeal that I don't, again, I don't think we've seen that kind of leadership in generations. And it's funny because I, I don't think it's funny, but he's losing the political war. He's, uh, I mean, Putin's losing the, the, the politics. Zelensky's owning it and uniting the world. And how cool is it to see that? It's just yeah, all about it, man. And Brandon, you you like showed your? Did you actually go and buy a blue and yellow tracksuit? No. Why not? Crushed velvet. It needs to happen. No, I'm good. I got plenty. <laughs> it's just a joke. How many tracksuits do you own? Don't worry about it. How many? Two. How many is the real number? Two plus five. So so four. Two. It's what the rule of seven. One for each day. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Do you have a white one? No. I would like to see you in a white jumpsuit. <laughs> oh, you never will. Anyway, I know. Okay, I took it serious. Let me let me back I it off. I, um, the way you took ahead. it, like comparing, like how it's kind of similar to what we did go through. Just in that leadership that, wise. It, just in that communication, that one little example yeah. of of trying to tell somebody, like, I mean, I'm going on a microcosm, right? It It's one thing. It's like if you go and try to talk to a huge Marjorie Taylor Greene fan about yeah. January 6th. You just don't talk to those people. You don't. But you get you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like they're going to they're going to go down that beaten path. Of, no, you've got it all wrong. You're listening to the wrong. They're going to have these thoughts that you're getting. It was the deep state. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like the voice. That is their universal voice. 
<laughs> but yeah, I, I, I mean, it's that same, I think a lot of times the, the, you know, people see red and you get angry or people get insulting to each other. And I just really admired that this guy's in the middle of something far more serious mm-hmm. than what we were dealing with and had the, I don't know what you would call it, the, the perspective to oh, just think that, spot. to realize that that he's being, that person's being misled and, and mm-hmm. is a different kind of victim. I thought that was really yeah. accurate. And it, it, and it I, is kind of I, I totally I agree with that. And it's like, like people being misled. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I just don't think that that's something you hear a bunch of people hear American voices saying about other Americans. No, because they would never admit to it because as an American, people think that they're right. Their way is the only way most of the time. The people that do that, you know what I'm saying? And look, I'm sure that it goes both ways. I'm not, I'm not trying to make it exclusive. I'm using my example of, of that because it's the most evident, right? I mean, it's, Mm you put the the without going into huge detail every, i don't even have to say their names if i had to talk about news pundits that are just constantly spreading confusing information to galvanize the people that are listening to them we all know what news station they're on i'm sure it can go both ways but you know i think the the first person i thought of or the the group of people that i thought of were specifically Tokyo Rose Carlson yeah, like red hat wearing supporters, I think a, a lot of times are are hardworking folks that have been misled by people, and and that's what my that's where my detestment of those people come from. You know, I I you know how they say you can't bullshit a bullshitter. I think there's a lot of people. There's a there's a group of bullshitters in the country that knew the guy was full of shit, and it's still half of them knew he was full of shit, but supported him because they thought it was I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they thought. And then a group of people who thought he was knew he was full of shit, but were like, yeah, I'm not fooled by it. And then we're pissed off by how many people were buying on. I mean, that's part of your animosity towards your family. Like it was to mine. Right. Brando it's like, how could you fucking believe that? Especially when you literally have an encyclopedia in your pocket and so much of that shit. Is so easily <laughs> right. Verifiably false. Right. They're in a bubble. And so that's that's how I started viewing. I, I, I literally had to know. have a brief disagreement with one of my father's friends on a holiday because he brought up that whole, oh, what well, Governor Northam of North Virginia, something about you know post birth aborting healthy white healthy babies. Right. No, man, that shit was twisted around. If you actually listen to the interview, they were talking about. I'm going to get the medical term wrong, but uh, non viable. Yes, that's babies. The right word uh babies that uh yeah they came out but they aren't gonna be around very long and their existence is pain yeah well and, and then that, i made the him look up that, and then i made him look up what a harlequin fetus was well and just mm-hmm. the idea the so the without again the craziness about it is that anything can be taken and twisted and used to galvanize a group of people against another and that's what I was bitter about. I was pissed off that I couldn't have a decent conversation with people because they were taught and engaged. Like, what aboutism is a, you know, they, they taught a simple technique to a bunch of people to make an angry situation without resolution. 
that was the whole thing that was infuriating. And that kind of thing is happening in on a much grander and scarier scale. And it just the reason I thought of it, I thought of it retroactively because of what it is that we had gone through, sure. But it also kind of seems like, you know, how many, I mean, we already get close to danger every time we remember that the Cubs won the pennant and now we're dealing with everything we've dealt with, the pandemic, et cetera. Brady's back. I mean, it just keeps coming, right? I mean, I'm sure had the God pun, damn it, the Chicago uh, Cubs are why, had they AK, lost. Are, are why AK rifles are so fucking expensive right now. I'm just saying, had they fault. lost, maybe right now Putin would be like championing Ukraine independence and it would be a whole different world, right? No. But, Don't joke about that shit. <laughs> it's not that powerful. It's not, not that, that powerful. powerful. No. It's not that powerful. Anyway, I thought it was an interesting thing from a random place and I kind of just wanted to put it out there and see if you guys could see where I why I found it so uh a, I don't know it hit a chord with me. It helped me find I I hope I can use it to tell other people who are whether whatever side of the fence politically they're on to just kind of ease the anger towards the other side. You know what I mean? Like just remember there's so and look, you'll know the people. I mean like I don't think Tucker Carlson's ignorant. I would never forgive that stuff. Oh no, he's right? intentionally a piece of shit. He knows what he's doing. He gaslights the country on purpose. Anyway, that's interesting tr- topic. That's such a triggering word, gaslighting. We need to talk well, about I mean, that in a next in another episode. Let's do it next episode about gaslighting because Fuck I think it, let's do it right now. I just feel well, like well, well, episode break. No episode. We, we take a break. We record another episode. Oh, okay. And then we could you. take a week off. I got you. <laughs> help me. Help you. Help you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> really, fucking amateur hour up in this book. Oh, so amateur. So amateur. Yeah, your amateur moment was. I forgot what yours was. Because I'm like two Lagavulins deep right now, and I actually haven't been able to track what the fuck you've been talking about the last ten minutes. It was deep, and you wouldn't want to go there. God bless single malt. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, all I was really getting at was that. It, here's my here's my final thing. It always makes me think about men who've done this. Like there was a cliche story of husbands and boyfriends who would mislead they're the women who love them and and using these same kind of real and that's the thing it's so simple it's so stupid that it the fact that it works at all is what's frustrating and i've i've seen it happen to people that i care about mm-hmm. you know that was truly that was my scummy bag father birth father to the way he treated my mother that was men that the way they treated my sisters and other people that i knew you've seen it a thousand fucking times there's a million lifetime movies of the week that are designed behind this and i think julia roberts first few movies were all about this weren't they you know the husband that was misleading about his second life or you know whatever the fuck it is that it's always that story and it feels like the same kind of stupid shit it's it's ridiculously corny like the fucking z do you know you know where my mind goes with that shit like the nobody really has a clear answer of what the z i don't know if you heard anything different brando about what the z means something about it's Zelensky's last initial and 
that letter not existing in a certain alphabet i don't fuck it doesn't exist in the cyrillic alphabet that's the thing it doesn't exist in the russian alphabet so they were wondering like why why would they use the letter z my here's what i think i think somebody like because someone at russia today is retarded dude this is what i thought literally i thought the way they were telling their the people who don't have access to you know real news or any conflicting news other than approved state media news they've all been told that they were going into ukraine to do denazification right and in my stupid brain having to try to find a way to make myself laugh about it i think here's i could just see this trumpy version of putin talking to the people saying yeah we're the z they're not <laughs> z do you get where I'm going with this stupid shit? No. Denazi vacation. They, it's okay. I'm not gonna even gonna finish the stupid joke, but I'm trying. It's not even a good joke. It's just my mind thinking that that's the the level of bullshittery that would come from some sort of like 4chan. Yeah, that that same kind of deep state QAnon malarkey that was coming out that really had no grounding in reality. I felt like that's what the fucking Z is. It just doesn't mean shit, and they can make up whatever it means later. It do, it's it's all it's all gaslighting, and we will have to do an episode on gaslighting now. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's let's <laughs> let's break this episode for now, and we'll come back and just keep going. How's that? Okay, it works. Does that sound good for everybody? Because I, I have a question I want to ask Becky, too. And I'm going to catch some flack for it, probably from the one listener, but I don't care. All right. Well, let's We're just wrap this up listener. as a, as a no, part but I don't one. Care, but that's going to be the running joke. <laughs> yeah, it's always the joke. Hey, listener, thanks for coming back. All right. We will go ahead and wrap up this episode <clears throat> uh, and continue on with more conversation in the next episode. I guess kind of a seemingly part two, since we're kind of taking this conversation in random directions. Uh, so we'll be back with a quick break and then another episode following up. And hopefully we'll be able to release them in close proximity to one each other back and back. So you can keep listening. Now we're going to make um, you wait a week. That's how this hustle works. I want a week <laughs> off. <laughs> well, you get it. You already got it off. Because hey, hey Pop wants another out. week off. Okay. Okay. okay uh, daddy. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> Uncomfortable, <laughs> Becky. It's been a while. Don't start something you can't finish. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Well, we're gonna get to this next one uh, real quickly. Uh, Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Be sure to check us out on our website, www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. If you like what you're listening to, please rate, subscribe. Go to our website, maybe consider becoming a Patreon and supporting us in what we do. We've got a lot of exciting things coming down the line for us. We've been doing this for a little over a year, and we're really proud of what we've built. Uh, We think you're going to find a lot of entertaining options in the form of many different podcasts on the website, whether it's horror movies or movie reviews or retrofuturist culture. Do you not know what retrofuturist culture is? Hit play on any one episode. You'll be hooked. I promise you it's a bunch of movies you love. Anyway, we'll see you on the next episode. Check out our website. Thanks again for coming back. We'll see you next time. Mm